Ah, uh, the NFL season, bring it on. Friday morning, our time here in Australia, 10.20. The LA Rams, $2.15. The Buffalo Bills, $1.70. What a game to kick it off. Dick Fane, hello to you. And, uh, well, thank goodness it's here. Indeed, it's here. And you guys just uh, nailed the major talking point here in Seattle for week one of the NFL season. <laughs> to boo or not to boo when mm. Russell Wilson comes back to Seattle on Monday night football against the Seattle Seahawks. That will be an interesting scene, and I will be there. And, Dick, what, what do you think will happen? Surely he'll be booed. I, surely he will be booed, yes. There will be a smattering of applause. My take is simply this. There will be plenty of time in the future for us to revere Russell Wilson, for us to put his name in the ring of honor, for us to have him do the ceremonial 12th man flag raising. There will be plenty of time in the future for us to scream and cheer for all that Russell Wilson did for Seattle sports and for the Seahawks franchise. This is not the time, boys. Yeah. So I will be booing Russell Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Well, you look at the Rams, Buffalo, two of the, I guess, favorites, certainly Buffalo favorites to win the Super Bowl. Uh, So many storylines. You've got Carolina at home against Cleveland. Of course, Baker Mayfield, now quarterback at Carolina against his old club in Cleveland. Uh, What other games? What games are you looking towards and what games can you see a betting edge at, Dick? Well, right now, that, that Thursday night game is kind of a stay-away game for me because uh, those are two teams that are obviously at the top of their form, the top of the NFL. It could, Who knows? It could be a Super Bowl matchup. Um, I like some teams that are at home and they're getting points, guys. Uh, my favorite two games right now uh, are actually Pittsburgh. Uh, Pittsburgh against Cincinnati. Sorry, they are on the road, but Pittsburgh getting nearly a touchdown against a Cincinnati team that, remember, was just 10-7 and last year. They got hot in the Super Bowl, and Super Bowl champion teams have a tendency of coming back down to earth a little bit in the year after they lose the Super Bowl. So I, I, I like a good Pittsburgh team that just uh, named Mitch Trubisky their starting quarterback. Obviously, they don't have an elite quarterback or even a very good quarterback, but if Mitch Trubisky can at least be league average – I think the rest of that team can surprise, and they can be pretty good. Um, I, I like the Cardinals as well, just getting too many points against Kansas City. Kansas City should win that game, but uh, you're going you're gonna to give Kyler Murray uh, six points. That game opened at three. Uh, those two I like. And I think I like Dallas getting some points against uh, Tampa Bay as well, guys, because you know, I think it'll take Tom Brady a little bit of time. Remember, he was gone for three weeks. Chris Godwin, if he does play, um, is not going to be 100% as Tom Brady's arguably number one wide receiver, or at least the 1A to Mike Evans. So uh, I like Dallas coming out fast in that one. So there's uh, there's three off the top. And I, I like the Seahawks too, guys. I like the Seahawks plus six and a half. And that's another game that started at three. And you're getting a lot of line value because everybody is just dumping on the Seahawks saying how the, the national narrative is they're just going to be absolutely horrible without Russell Wilson. And again, I kind of look at the Seahawks like I look at Pittsburgh. I think they're a pretty good football team without a good quarterback. And uh, so you can still stay close in games, maybe not win a lot of games, but you can cover spreads if you've got a really good defense and a really good running game. And that's what Seattle has. I know we spoke about Tom ba- uh, Brady last week, Dick, about you know the, what possibly is going on off the field with him. What's the latest there? And, you know, with these type of distractions, obviously he'd be, a, you know, one of the, the few that possibly could handle these type of distractions leading into a season. No question about it. Uh, I mean, anytime, 
anytime you see a crack in Tom Brady's armor, he just uses that as motivation, right? And and he comes out and, and is fantastic. Um, this might be a little bit different because this is so personal. This is, uh, you know, this is tabloid journalism on uh, what's going on with him and his wife. And you, you never know what the truth is. But uh, I just think it'll be a little bit of a slow start for Tampa Bay coming out. I, I still think Tampa Bay wins that division. I still think they're a playoff team. Uh, I don't know if they're going to go all the way to the Super Bowl. In fact, I've got, uh, as I mentioned last week, I got uh, Green Bay beating Tampa Bay uh, to get to the Super Bowl, even though I really don't love any team in the NFC. The only reason I'm picking an NFC champion is because somebody out of the NFC has to go to the Super Bowl. So I'm not sure which team is actually good enough to do that. Okay, so you said Green Bay out of the NFC. Who would you say... In the AFC, who was your winner Buffalo, of the AFC? Yeah, Green Bay, Buffalo, Buffalo, Super Bowl. and yeah, I got mm. Buffalo over the, uh, the the Chargers, and and you know even if Buffalo loses this first game, I, I mean I don't think maybe heck maybe you can get some value. Maybe if if you really wanna if you really wanna bet Buffalo to win the Super Bowl, I guess what you can do is hope that Buffalo loses game number one, and you might get some line value on the on the Super Bowl. It might drop them a couple of points, and then you can jump on them when they're zero and one. What about your season MVP? Ooh, that is a great question. I think uh, what we say a couple weeks ago for some of the longer shots, uh, I, I think those mobile, you, you got to stick with the quarterbacks. Mm. Uh, quarterbacks, it, it's become a quarterback award now, which is kind of irritating to me. I, I liked it when running backs had opportunities, when they had great, you know, 1,800, 1,900-yard 1900 uh, seasons. I liked it when elite wide receivers like Randy Moss had a chance to win the MVP, but it's really a quarterback award now. Um, I think Justin Herbert and Josh Allen should be uh, the picks in one order or another. Do you have the, I, I don't know what the, the odds are right there. I'd probably just take the guy that has the longer odds because I Herbert. think it's, uh, they're pretty even for, for me. What about college football, Dick? Good to see it back on the screens. Week one, anything changed in your opinion in terms of the sides to beat? Well, Georgia sure let uh, Oregon know that uh, they are here for real. And the, the national champions just absolutely embarrassed what everybody thought was going to be a good Oregon team. But uh, it was a combination of perfect football by Georgia and just terrible football by, by Oregon. And it was just a 49-3 shellacking in that game. And uh, once again, showing the power of the Southeast Conference. Uh, you know, Notre Dame and Ohio State, that was a, a very good, uh, closely contested football game. Ohio State got off to a really sluggish offensive start and they're an offense I really really like I think they arguably have the best quarterback in college football they arguably have the best wide receiver in college football and yet they were not able to get started but they finally did in the second half got that 21 to 10 win I believe that was the final score uh, Ohio State is uh, I think pretty firmly planted as the three or four team in the country uh, right alongside Clemson but right now it's uh, it's Alabama and Georgia and then a fairly decent gap until uh, somebody can prove otherwise. What about some of our Australians playing in the NFL, Dick? Are they in for big seasons, guys like Jordan Milana? Boy, guys, uh, we're going to have to wait and see on that. Uh, I don't. I'm trying to think of any of any Aussies that are be, would be considered, you know, household names other than our guy here in Seattle, Michael Dixon, yeah. who is, uh, you know, certainly a he's a top five punter, uh, maybe a top three punter in the NFL for my money. But uh, other than that, we're going to have to keep an eye on those guys. Yeah, Jordan Mylata is 
seen it. Well, the Philadelphia offensive line, that's seen as one of the best offensive lines in football, isn't it, Dick? It's, the, the, I know the hype train's big over there in Philly at the moment. And I think the hype train should be big. Uh, when we talked about it, uh, it was either last week or the, the week before when I did the NFC picks. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to stick, even doing more research, I'm going to stick with Philadelphia there winning that division. I think they're, they're uh, an 11-ish win team. Um, their over-under is probably somewhere around 9.5. I kind of like the over for, for Philadelphia there. But uh, that's, that's a team that if it gets capable quarterback play, um, a team that absolutely could win double-digit games. And I do think that's a team that, uh, that goes to the playoffs and, and might be a team in that NFC. Like I said, I don't, I don't love anybody in the NFC. So if Philadelphia gets there by winning their division, you, know, you could think that they'd have as good a chance as anybody, particularly if Jalen Hurts uh, can, can take another step like he did last year. I mean, you talk about MVPs, you want a little longer shot MVP. Heck, Jalen Hurts, could, he could have close to 1,000 yards rushing and another 3,500 yards passing, and he could be a guy that, uh, you know, I don't think he's Lamar Jackson yet, but uh, he's a guy that could have a Lamar Jackson-type impact on that football team. And in tennis, Dick, the end of an era for Serena Williams, What's the uh, what was the farewell like over in the States for her? It was huge, and I'm glad, guys. I mean, Serena Williams deserved all the attention she got For last sure. week. And, uh, you know, I think it came at a good time because it came right before college football season started, came right before the NFL started. Obviously, we would have loved to see Serena advance further in the, into the, uh, into the U.S. Open. However, you know, then you're running into football. Not a lot of people are paying attention. So it came at a real good time in the sports window for us to really give her the send-off that she deserved because it was it was front page, it was number one story on SportsCenter, it was a very, very big deal. And uh, as a Seattle Storm fan, I'm hoping that we don't see a repeat of a legend uh, retiring tonight as uh, I'm going to head down to uh, the Seattle Storm-Las Vegas Aces game tonight and uh, Sue Bird, who hit uh, a miraculous three that looked like it was going to give Seattle the win on Sunday only to give up a bucket with less than a second left, uh, forced a game here, game four. And if uh, Seattle loses, Sue Bird's illustrious two-decade career is over, and she is the most decorated American basketball player of all time, men or women. I mean, she is the most decorated. She's got five world championships. She's got five um, uh, Olympic gold medals. She's got four WNBA championships. I mean, nobody on the international scene can match what Sue Bird was able to do in basketball. Now, in the Major League, in the baseball, Dick, uh, is this market right at the moment? There's less than 30 games before the playoffs now. So the Dodgers are $4 favourites to win the World Series from the Houston Astros at five, the Mets and the Yankees at six. Uh, Then we have Atlanta at $9, 19 and longer the rest, including your Seattle Mariners. Uh, How do you see it shaping up as we head towards the playoffs? Boy, the Yankees are way too short right now, guys. That, that, that is a team that uh, has been in a nosedive for two months now. I do think they're going to hold off Tampa Bay for the American League East Championship. But, uh, I mean, it was just a foregone conclusion that the Yankees were going to win that division. And all of a sudden now they're only about six, six and a half games up. So um, they are not playing good baseball. The Mariners are playing good baseball. Houston's been very, very consistent. The Dodgers have been very, very consistent. If I had to pick two teams right now, I'd say it's the Dodgers and Houston in the World Series. And just before you go, the fallout, interested in the fallout from the trade in the NBA that saw Cleveland acquire Utah star Donovan Mitchell as a, as a Knicks fan. 
uh, just adds to 20 years of horrendous history, or at least the last 20 years, Dick. Um, what's been the fallout from this? Well, yeah, I think it's funny that you mentioned the Knicks because that's been the fallout. It's been, oh my gosh, New York fails to get another star through a, you know, through a trade. And uh, that was probably the bigger story than Donovan actually going to Cleveland was the fact that he didn't go to New York. It's interesting to me because, I mean, obviously Utah is completely rebuilding. They're doing what Oklahoma City has been doing for the last four or five years, and that is completely tearing the thing down to studs. So I can kind of understand that. From a Cleveland perspective, they gave up a lot, and they now have, you know, they they now have a star caliber player, but Donovan Mitchell isn't a superstar, and I don't think Cleveland's necessarily a team that, you know, is is a real threat to win the East. I think this firmly supplants the, you know, firmly puts them in the playoffs. Could even put them in the top four of the uh, of the Eastern Conference. But to, but to say that they can compete with Boston and Milwaukee just because they got uh, Donovan Mitchell, I I think they're they're going to fall short of those goals. Thank you so much, mate. Enjoy the start of the season. Sounds good, boys. We'll talk to you next week.